Today is June 30th, and you're listening to Big Fish Small Pot, the show here on the Fish Strips Podcast Network, where we take 10 minutes to catch you up on all things Marlins, taking a look at yesterday and catching up to speed on today, June 30th. I'm A.T. Werdahl, your host here, and I figure today I want to start out with a pro-con list for this trade with the Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, the Marlins made a trade yesterday, sending Adam Simber and Corey Dickerson to the Toronto Blue Jays for Joe Panic and Andrew McInvale, a minor league, generally speaking, relief pitcher. Um, looking at that deeper, just the obvious con, what the Marlins lost in this deal is they lost Adam Simber, the person, Corey Dickerson, the person, and everything they brought to the clubhouse. They also lost Adam Simber's performance on the field. He's been an effective reliever with an ERA of 288. And they lost Corey Dickerson, his righty-killing bat, his left-fielding ability, and everything he brings to that offensive attack. But on the other side of it, the pros, the Marlins are bringing into the organization Joe Panic a person who's a World Series vet, won a gold glove, and has been an effective contact bat with infield versatility. Uh, They also brought to the organization Andrew McInvale, currently sitting at double-A reliever who's been effective getting strikes and strikeouts with his fastball and slider combo. And... This Andrew McInvale was a 37th round draft pick whose numbers were not in his favor going into professional baseball, but has managed to make his way into the upper minors and seems to be in position to develop more after having made the adjustment already to the bullpen. Also on the trade, the Marlins added about million dollars and some change which helps Bruce Sherman's side at least plus they freed up Jesus Sanchez to start in left and they opened up a low leverage bullpen slot by my count this puts the good at seven the bad at four and it puts the focus on potential for the Marlins as a spot the bullpen is now open for some internal talent maybe some auditions or so and Jesus Sanchez is no longer covering for injury. He's now the everyday left fielder. Uh, first in for this bullpen, as Adam Simber left, uh, Stephen Okert was promoted to the majors prior to last night's game. He did not appear in it, but he seems to be in line to make his pro debut along with former teammate Joe Panic, who played together for the San Francisco Giants. Uh, Steven was outrighted off the 40-man roster before 2019 and missed Pro Bowl in 2020 as a free agent. But with Cody Poteet going on the 10-day IL, Jordan Holloway getting the call, he'll likely start today. And Corey Dickinson and Adam Simber were sent off to fill a need for the contending Blue Jays. The currently 5th place Marlins gave themselves more options in 2021 and beyond with no money on the books from this deal, 
past the end of this season. Uh, earlier in the day, Kim Ang spoke to the media. We have a good write-up by uh, Ethan on the website if you want to check that out. But as the day went on, the eyes turned towards the night, with Trevor Rogers on the mound against the fourth-place Phillies. And tough righty Vince Velasquez, whose four pitches all possess above-average break. Um, as the game got underway, Trevor Rogers didn't seem to be 100%. His pitch, pitch speed was down a tick from his average of the year, and he looked to be exerting himself at the plate, looking even tired at moments. Um, and he was throwing a little bit less hard than usual. He allowed four walks, and it still feels like bats could have made more of his start as he wound up throwing five and two-thirds innings, facing 24 batters, striking out nine, and allowing two runs. A good overall line, but he got into trouble in the first as a hit-by-pitch and a walk led to a leverage at bat and a single and a run in that first inning. Then he motored along in the sixth. As his fastball slowed a bit, he found himself relying on his changeup as he struck out Andrew McCutcheon on the changeup, then faced Reese Hoskins, who caught his fifth straight changeup. It caught part of the plate, and Reese Hoskins put it over the fence. Reese saw three straight changeups in that at bat, as Trevor was then pulled from the game, making room for Anthony Bender, who the Phillies took for runs, which hasn't happened yet. Anthony Bender made his debut on May 5th, and now, June 29th, he allowed his first runs of the year after 22 scoreless innings, giving the Phillies four runs for their turns at the plate. Marlins' bats came up short. Vince Velasquez, who was throwing with more break than usual, if it seemed like it, it's accurate. Marlins had trouble getting to him. He pitched seven scoreless innings, but the Marlins were on the bullpen. As Connor Brogdon came in in the eighth, Walks were the story, but on a neat note, in that eighth inning, Luis Marte came out of the game for Sierra on a pinch hit, leaving a hole at short for Birdie and a hole at third for Jesus Aguilar to cover defensively. But as Connor Brogdon continued his outing, walks permeated, and Jose Alvarado came on in relief early in the eighth for the wild Brogdon. Walked Jazz to load the bases for Starling after a cutter in the dirt, and the first Marlins run scored. The next pitch, a 100 mile an hour sinker. Marte didn't get under, and he hit it into the ground to end the inning. Bottom of the inning, Jesus Aguilar did have a fun five to three play. Just putting it out there that Joe Panic's worst position is probably third base. But in the ninth, Jesus followed up his play with a single, and Duvall followed that with a home run, down three to four. The Marlins were done with the bat. Jorge Alfaro struck out to end the first of three in Philly. Big Fish Small Pod is brought to you by 305 Candles. Get 10% off your entire order at 305candles.com with discount code FISHSTRIPES.
As we look in on the minors, Jupiter was postponed due to weather, pushing Yuri Perez to tonight and in Beloit. Snapper Bats did not get hot as their only run was scored in a Griffin Conine home run, his 14th. And Zach McCambly pitched five innings, allowed two runs on five hits, one walk, and five strikeouts. Well, Jake Walters came in and pitched three innings of eight strikeout ball in another successful outing. It was up to the Blue Wahoos to find the organization's only win of the night, and they found it as Max Meyer pitched six shutout innings on a quick 72 pitches, six strikeouts, one walk, and four hits. Demetrius Sims hit his second home run of the game, while Nick Fortes got it done with an RBI single, and Peyton Burdick added some insurance runs on a ground rule double in the eighth. Closing out the ninth for the Marlins organization were the Jumbo Shrimp, but the game was suspended during the bottom of the sixth. Earlier in the first, Lewin Diaz clubbed a home run, his eighth at AAA, while Memphis managed 10 hits against Sean Morimoto, but just scored one run through their nearly six innings of play. The game was called for the night with the Redbirds at bat in the bottom of the sixth with the bases loaded. Play resumes in Jacksonville, be on the lookout for Jorge Guzman and the soon-to-be rehabbing Jose Devers as they make their way back to the field. Tonight, the Marlins will face the Phillies again for their second of three as Jordan Holloway will come to the mound and face Aaron Nola. There's a possible Marlins debut for both Stephen Okart and Joe Panic, again, former teammates on the San Francisco Giants. As of now, Miguel Rojas is still day-to-day, and if anything else happens, Fishdrive will have you covered prior to first pitch, which is again at 7.05 at Citizens Bank Park. And for Big Fish Small Pod, I've been A.T. Wardall. I think you're ready for the day.